to the 20-something podcast episode three. This is Sarah and this is Jillian and today we're going to be talking about self-care and self-love and this relates back to the episode last week because we talked about relationships and dating and these are all things that you can be doing for yourself in order to cultivate relationships with others yeah we really focused on relationships with others last week and we did touch on the importance of being okay alone and loving yourself first and how important that is when it comes to relationships but we want to take a step back today and focus a little more on cultivating self-love and the ways and the practices and the things you can do every day to find that acceptance for yourself yeah so Before we get into that, we're going to talk about our intentions from last week and if we were able to meet them. And so last week, I talked about how I wanted to go to two meditation classes and I wanted to keep reading. I ended up only going to one class, but I'm fine with that because the week before, I said I was going to go to one and I went to zero. So we're slowly getting up there. Exactly. Like little progress will make a difference and eventually I'll start going more often and it will really become a practice for me and something that I can do when I'm in distress because I already have the tools. So that is something that I'm still working on and I did start a new book. So that's been going really well and I've been enjoying reading. (laughs) We actually went to a meditation class together um, at Inscape and Flatiron and what was, do you remember what it was called? I, it was like the inner journey 45 minutes. <laughs> it, was, it was a journey. It was, it was. Incredible. We went to one at like 7.30 or 8 at night. So it was very like relaxing. And we both left and we were like, I feel sedated. Yeah. I felt like I was on drugs, you guys. I felt like, I was drugged like it was so nice. <laughs> like I felt like, so relaxed. Now see the appeal of drugs. Yeah. No, we're going to stick to meditation. <laughs> So, but it was incredible. So we went together once. Maybe we'll go again. Yeah, Maybe we'll go twice. Yeah, you went twice. I so went twice. I went back again and ended up spending a shit ton of money on like wellness. <laughs> so, so just being real, it's easy to get pulled in. Yeah, the boutique there is dangerous. It's so dangerous. I walked out with like a thirty dollar wellness tea, a candle, and a journal. Like I didn't need any of it. But you know, like I was in that state of like you deserve this yeah (laughs) we're learning um so that was amazing my intention that I set last week was to continue being super mindful with my movement and my exercise um and I did it and it was amazing I did soul cycle once in the past week and every other day I was doing at home workouts or going for walks um or really just whatever I felt like doing some days that was nothing and it was really just amazing and like very freeing to really tune into what my body needed. Yeah, and it's so good to remember you don't need to always be doing cardio or something high intensity. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's better just to slow down and maybe do an activity or a sport you enjoy and that is your form of movement. Yeah. And I just love that idea. I was talking to somebody last night who said her form of exercise she does is play tennis with her dad. So I think that's just such a good way to start with that. Yeah, I love that. I think for so many years, I viewed exercise as like a thing I had to do. And it was just like, you do the same thing. You go 
put your Apple Watch on and you go sweat for an hour. And mm-hmm. stuff. That is just so not what it's about. Yeah. And oh my God, I got rid of the Apple Watch long ago. Bring up with your Apple Watch. Yeah. Yeah, or your Fitbit or whatever it is because how is that necessary? We don't need to know how many steps we're taking. I would literally do laps. Like I would do laps in my tiny apartment to like make sure I hit my step goals Yeah. and make sure like I burned X amount of calories, which like, first of all, our bodies are not calculators and the numbers mean nothing. First of all, they're not accurate. Second of all, like they, again, it doesn't matter. Like if you're torturing yourself to work out and burn an amount of calories, that's not mindful movement. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we definitely are going to talk about this in an upcoming episode and we'll have a whole episode dedicated to exercise and exercise addiction because it's something we've both struggled with and we want to okay. keep talking about that and hear from other people and hear, you know, what's helped other people and what's helped us. And it's still like a work in progress. We both work on it all the time. Mm-hmm. Just the culture we're in. And the people we're around, it's hard um, to deal with, but there's definitely strategies to try to cope with it. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so those are our intention updates. Mm-hmm. Um, before recording this, we did our typical Tuesday. We did bar this morning. Um, we She was so into her book when I... <laughs> yeah no I did not know that Sarah even walked into the studio I was like upstairs and I was just sitting reading in my own little world and I was like this is really weird it's like 8 28 and nobody is here yet and then I was like oh my god everyone is downstairs in the studio they're like starting the class and I'm just upstairs reading so yeah I'm I'm a nerd but not really but that's kind of cool to be able to say I'm a nerd because this isn't normal for me engulfed in her reading yeah <laughs> yeah so that was so funny and then when we were leaving the class we put on our jackets and our shoes and we're wearing the same outfit black uggs black uggs black leggings furry coats yeah black furry coats yeah we both have low like ponytails too i just realized so, so we literally look the same and we're just walking talking we came out of the class we're like shaking we can't even think and we're just walking we didn't even tell each other where we're going and before we know it we've walked to Hugh Kitchen like we didn't even say I remember opening the door to Hugh Kitchen and I said I didn't even ask you but like (laughs) I just assume this is where we're going to get food literally on autopilot like same outfit going to Hugh Kitchen I was like I hope this is okay with you because this is what I want live breathe and die Hugh Kitchen yeah it's so good I got the same thing as last week and it's so good it's like the caveman breakfast or skillet or something like that so good yeah we're we're creatures of habit but you know and then we're just so out of it because know how sometimes after a workout you're just like really exhausted and your muscles are shaking and you just can't even talk maybe that's just us but in Hugh like we were trying to check out we were like trying to use a discount and we were trying to combine our orders. I asked for a berry muffin. Apparently, there's two types of berries. They didn't even ask me what I wanted. Then they asked Sarah. Yeah, you're like, fine. <laughs> fine, I'll have the blueberry one. That's what you're giving me. You your hot coffee on yourself. Yeah, it was just a mess. I had to get myself together. But we're here. Yeah, once I had food, it was fine. Yeah, that was the issue. And we both ate before the workout, too. On the way to the workout, texting 
like, I'm so hangry. Yeah. And you're like, I need, like, a third coffee. Yeah. What's happening? What is happening? Probably, like, not enough sleep. Actually, you got a lot of sleep. But whenever I don't get enough sleep, like, my whole body's just all over the place. And I'm like, I've had three coffees. Nothing's working. I keep eating. I have no energy. It's like, let me just... It's a cycle, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, the coffee, like, doesn't actually really give you energy. No. So it just makes me crash. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, we're just going to keep going with it until I can get some more sleep. So I told her she's going to bed at 9 p.m. tonight. Yeah. And 9 p.m. might be a stretch. Might be a stretch, but like maybe by 10. Before 11 would be good. Yeah. 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 I was literally asleep by 8.30. <laughs> I'm so jealous. It hasn't happened in like years, but we both have to be up at like 4 a.m. on Mondays for work. <laughs> yep. So, so we get to text each other at like 4 a.m. <laughs> We're like Snapchatting, getting on the subway or whatever, walking to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, actually, that was my last 4 a.m. morning because I just quit that job, which we can talk about later in this episode. Yeah, because that's totally part of self-care, like getting rid of the things that bring you down and cause you stress. It's a huge part of self-care. So we're definitely going to talk about that. Yeah. So I think we'll just sort of jump right into the topic then. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we said, we wanted to take a step back and really focus on the physical things, but also like the more inward, um, like mental, physical, all aspects of self-care, the things that you can do on the daily to really cultivate that self-love. And we've talked about this before with each other, like you don't have to, and you probably won't love yourself every day, mind, body, and soul. And that's not the goal of this episode. We're not trying to tell you that once you do these things, you're gonna love yourself always. And it's something that we're always aware of and working on. But I think having the tools and sort of being aware of the things that can make you feel better and what to do on the days when you're not having um, a great sort of love for yourself, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I know that like we think so much about relationships with others, but we don't think as much about the relationship with ourselves. And it's just so important to keep working on that. And is it's an ongoing thing it's not just like one day you can stop and you've repaired your relationship with yourself it's something that you have to constantly be doing and there's a lot of different forms of self-care and so we actually just um looked up like some different basic self-care things and we found this really great chart that shows five areas of self-care and they include physical self-care spiritual self-care people support mental emotional self-care and lifestyle and i think it's really important um to look at all of these categories because often people will just focus on one they'll just focus on the physical and then they won't focus on the spiritual or likewise um so i think it's important that we touch on all forms of self-care and just the most basic forms too yeah so we were talking before we even started recording about how Physical self-care is really the one you you hear about, people talk about, people post about on Instagram, and it's really like the glamorous side of self-care. It's the massages and, you know, the expensive facials and the saunas and all of those things that quote-unquote are Mm self-care, and they're all amazing, and if you have the means to do those things for yourself, go for it. They're not going to hurt you in any way, but if you're really only focusing on that one box and ignoring all the other aspects the spiritual the mental the support the lifestyle all of those other parts of self-care you're really ultimately not 
doing anything for yourself in the long run Mm -hmm. it's just like you're only focusing on one category when there's all these other needs to attend to and physical self-care definitely is shown like the the glamorous side of it but it can also just include making sure you're eating enough Mm -hmm. making sure you're showering and have good hygiene making sure you're drinking enough water taking your medication taking supplements breathing it says on here exercise and sleep and yeah there's ways to do that where it's like going to a class or going to get a facial but I've also found ways to do that where you don't even have to spend money like let's say I feel like I would love to go to a sauna but I don't have the means to do that right now what I do is I literally turn off all the lights in my bathroom light a candle get my shower super hot yeah and just like stand in the shower blast some music so true And just let that be my form of self-care because, I mean, if you have a shower, that's completely free. And I think it's very relaxing and very therapeutic to do that. So, and it doesn't cost any money. So it doesn't need to be fancy. You can find ways to bring these things into your everyday life. Yeah, you really have to meet yourself where you're at. And that might change day to day, but like she just said, We can't all be getting these expensive facials and doing all the things all the time just because someone on Instagram does it. Um, And I think we want to talk more about that comparison trap um, in terms of self-care. But like she said, it doesn't have to be that. And ultimately, those things really aren't going to improve the relationship you have with yourself. I love a good facial, but I never Mm -hmm. leave a facial feeling like my like the love I have for myself has been improved, liking myself anymore. I mean, those things are nice. But there really aren't like getting to the root cause of what really people are struggling with when it comes to self-care and self-love. Yeah, that's so true. And not everyone can go get a facial. And obviously doing that helps a lot. And there's ways that you can do it at home, which we both do. We both actually like have these same like pink steamers that we got on Amazon. And they're amazing, guys. They're only like $29. You can steam the f out of your face and your pores are so open and like it's so nice you can do some little extractions on yourself you're probably not supposed to do that yeah i go there i like have a full-on like medical lab in my room (laughs) yeah i seriously i have the metal things i use and i like soak them in alcohol and then do extractions yeah so i mean you can do that take it to that extent um or you can just do a nice face mask exactly like whatever go to walgreens and buy like a five dollar face yeah but it's really comes down to putting aside time to do something for yourself and like maybe that's a facial maybe it's just like laying in bed in the dark yeah i love that laying in yes i love just laying in bed in the dark under a weighted blanket that's what i do but you don't need to do that once again like you don't need to be as extra as me but you know if you ever just want to take it to the next level um just lay in bed put a weighted blanket on have some cbd put on an eye mask and then you're set (laughs) i don't see see i'm just extra but (laughs) yeah exactly i need that like you really you have to do what's what's working for you and you can't compare yourself to what people on Instagram are doing like we talked about this a little in the first episode but 
you know, Becky might be able to afford all these things. <laughs> Poor Becky always gets like ripped. Up. Yeah, like I hope none of you have the name Becky because that would suck. Take it personally. Came to us in the first episode. Yeah. Um, but some people might be in a place where they're able to do all those things for themselves but you're also not seeing what they're doing outside of that like the people who do all those things might also be in therapy they might also be on like medications like there's all these parts to self-care and self-love and managing mental health that don't go you know on instagram for everyone to see that's so true because it's like not everyone posts every week when they go to their therapy appointment and not everyone posts even when you just go to the doctor's office for an annual exam like that is self-care and not everyone is able to do that and the fact that um you might be able to and we're able to do that that is self-care that is the most basic part of self-care like going to the doctor (laughs) so true i wish to like i think it's starting to become more of a thing but like why not post when you're going to therapy like, yeah that needs to be that's like ultimately really that self-care because you're like putting aside an hour to like work on your shit that you've been maybe ignoring for years like mm-hmm. in my case there's a lot of things that i think i just like push to the side and cover it up with facials and all the fun stuff but it's like like we said none of that's really going to work on the deeply rooted issues it's also going and getting a facial is a lot easier than going to therapy it's like therapy is the hard thing to do it's hard to face those demons it's hard to face those memories it's hard to face the things that are going on every day in your life um but you have to do that and that is so important it's more important than the outward appearance um your your inside <laughs> your insides are important <laughs> so gross it's so true though and i think like i always for years thought that like oh if i really am having like a really hard time in life then i'll go to therapy it's like that's not self-care like you should be going even when you're having the best time in life like even if you feel really good like i think having that person to hold you accountable and to feel like you already have a connection with when shit hits the fan is like so important yeah exactly you can't force anyone to do anything but personally i think everyone should be going to therapy i think it should be something that everyone puts in their routine if they're able to do that if they have the means because it really is so important and just you can't talk about these things just with your friends or just with your family you need a professional yeah we were talking about this at breakfast too like it's amazing to have supportive friends and family members in your life but they're also going to be biased Mm -hmm. and any advice they give you whether or not they're aware of it is going to be biased because they just they have this relationship with you they love you so much and it's like a blessing and a curse but again having that like third party who is not emotionally attached or related to you, I think is just so important. Yeah, it's definitely so true. And we do know that one of the categories is people support. So it is really important to have the family, the friends, um, a support group, or if you're religious, having like a religious um, rabbi or minister or whatever. Um, but it's also, <laughs> sorry, the way I said that, I was like, or whatever. Okay. <laughs> I was like trying to think of the word, but clearly i'm not very religious to be honest but if you are you can do that and it's great to have that type of support and like i know for me Mm -hmm. that i usually go to my friends or my boyfriend 
or my parents if I need that people's support. But you might not have a close family member, so you might need to find that through a friend or need to find that through a mentor. And that works too because having that personal connection is something that's really important. It's so true. And if you take a step back, the whole support thing, it's just like this sense of belonging and knowing that when you're going through shit yourself, that you have people to support you and who are there for you and it's just not feeling so alone. And like, I think it's so important to have those. Maybe you're also seeing a therapist, but having like a friend you can text or a family member you can call at like a random time throughout the day is just like huge. Like I was having a shitty week last week and I didn't even really know why. Just like I was crying a lot. Like it was just an emotional week. And just like having like a family I can FaceTime. And like I texted Jill one day and I was like, I'm like crying waiting for the subway and I don't know why. It's just like being able to put your feelings out there to someone else. Yeah. And not being ashamed of them and yeah. being able to talk about them and realize it's human. We don't need to be perfect. We're not these emotionless ro- robots, exactly. which. I thought I was for a really long time. I was like, I haven't cried in four years. I just don't cry. That's the way I am. No, I was suppressing it and um, it was coming out in a different way. And now I'm actually have emotions and I cry and it, 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 it's really hard to do that. It is. It's a really vulnerable place to put yourself in. And like, literally I was like, trying off breakdown waiting for the subway and I'm like in my head oh my god these people like are they looking at me like, oh, like I'm about to ball but it's like that's me all the yeah, time on the like, subway so what if they're gonna fucking look at me yeah like, I'm having Who cares? a bad day Joe look away yeah no <laughs> yesterday I walked around with pimple cream on <laughs> my pimples on fifth avenue i literally had the mario badescu like drying cream on yeah on my pimples and i was walking around fifth avenue going in aritzia <laughs> with it i was like if anything people are gonna look at me and think i'm a badass bitch because yeah. i don't care that i have pimple cream literally, on that is the kind of place i wish every woman could get to. yeah like literally and i used to kind of be like the same i would not leave my house without like pounds of makeup on mm-hmm. and now i'm I'm just like whatever have, like I'm a human I have pimples yeah exactly and now. also somebody told me once you're not a New Yorker until you cry in the subway it's so true I cry in the subway like once a week so Especially at like 4 a.m. when you're like half asleep in your fuels and you're just like what yeah right yeah. now yeah when I first moved here I put sunglasses on so people couldn't tell and now I just cry and people you stare at me you <laughs> yeah I loved them I need to break them out oh I still do the hood but I guess I just don't know where my sunglasses are right now to be honest so I should find those I should find those yeah no it's so true and like that is self-care too crying crying is self-care yes crying like being okay with being like you know what today's a shitty day and I'm gonna cry and there's no shame in that like I think when I allowed myself to cry like something shifted in me and like I allowed myself to then feel all these other emotions where before I would be like I'm either happy or sad and there's no in between yeah exactly and it's like there's so many things in between those two emotions yeah and I know that I always have trouble with needing to fix things and it's like if I'm crying I'm like how do I fix this how can I feel better instead of just sitting in it and letting myself be sad it's like I constantly feel like I need to cheer myself up I need to make myself happy but it's like 
like it's fine to be sad it's fine to just sit in the sadness and mope around that's completely normal you don't need to be this smiley outgoing person all the time that I thought I had to be for a while growing up yeah I think especially if you are known as being this like happy person which on the outside I think we're both very happy people and like on the inside we are but we also have bad days and it's like being okay with letting people know in your life I'm a very happy person I am that bubbly person and that funny person but I also have my days where I just like I'm not gonna put on a happy face and a fake face and like if anyone in your life can't support that then they probably aren't a great person to have in your life anyway yeah and this is this all goes back to like the mental and emotional self-care and another great way of um doing that is by journaling and I know that we both do that we both love the five minute journal um I've kind of gotten out of the routine of it but I used to do it all the time you write you write down your daily gratitude you write down how you can make your day good and then at the end of the day you write down like what you could have done better in the day I think what went well I can't remember exact yeah, questions there's like a quote of the day oh yes it's, just, it's a really good way to put everything into perspective like maybe on the day-to-day there's not always three things that come to mind that you're super grateful for but it like forces you to sit there and sit with your thoughts and maybe it's something really small like maybe Mm -hmm. you're grateful that you got your favorite coffee or that like you gotta call your friend oh I think like 75% of the time I write coffee for one of them or I write my warm bed like just something like that like it doesn't have to be this huge like life-altering thing to be able to have gratitude for it and just finding gratitude in those small moments in the things that seem like not really relevant those are really the moments that are going to help you cultivate that self-love is finding appreciate (laughs) are you okay (laughs) guys we're gonna take a commercial break just kidding (laughs) Um, i'm not gonna try and say that word again you know what i'm trying to say just being able to take a step back and like appreciate those small moments (laughs) appreciate (laughs) that's so funny word of the show appreciate no it definitely is and like um going back to like the five areas of self-care there's also the lifestyle one and that can include having a routine relaxing setting goals doing fulfilling work time in nature and pleasure and I think the fulfilling work is something that's definitely relevant right now for both of us. Um, Do you want to talk more about that? (laughs) As we said in the first episode, we don't have typical nine to five jobs. And so I've been working in two jobs. You've worked multiple jobs Mm -hmm. too. So it's sort of weird hours. And I wouldn't necessarily say that I feel fulfilled in the jobs that I'm currently doing, but they are allowing me to be in a place that's making me super happy and has been like a dream of mine forever and so I'm grateful to be able to have those two jobs Mm -hmm. and all the experiences that they've sort of allowed me to have here um but one of them was just really not working for me mentally physically emotionally it was just like really draining on me and I couldn't really figure out why I think the environment was not conducive to the work that I'm trying to do on myself right now um the hours were just like messing up my sleep which to me sleep is everything Mm -hmm. um and so I was going back and forth for like a few weeks like Jill has heard me for (laughs) so long and I just like I wasn't doing anything about it because financially I was like well I need the second job Mm -hmm. um and I just have to deal with it and I finally just like hit a breaking point where I was like I don't have to deal with it like this job is making me miserable 
it's not conducive to, like I said, the things that I'm working on right now in my life. And so I just finally quit. And this is like my last week there. And just like quitting alone lifted this weight off my shoulders. And like that right there, that's self-love. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, yeah, getting out of something that is toxic for you and you're just complaining about all the time. And if you can get out of it, that's great. And I understand that sometimes that's not always possible. Sometimes you're stuck in a job where you can't get out of it. You need it. You need the money. But I think it's important to find time outside of that to do some work that is fulfilling. So let's say you're stuck working a corporate job that you don't enjoy and your dream is to be a writer. So taking maybe an hour every day after work to do some writing because that's working towards your long-term goals, your long-term dreams, what's going to fulfill you. And you know that, you know, right now I just need to get by. I need to make money. I need to pay my rent. I need health care. So then I'm going to spend some time after before work doing other things that will fulfill me. Exactly. And again, like she was saying, you can recognize that this is temporary and that you're not stuck there. You're not like married to that job that makes you miserable forever. And maybe financially right now you have to stay. And again, like I'm probably shouldn't have quit this job without having another one lined up, but I just sort of like hit my breaking point Mm -hmm. and I'm just not like stressing about it. I will find something that, you know, that supports me and meets me where I am, but it was sort of either like I stay in this job that makes me miserable to make the money or I leave and like I just know everything will fall into place. Yeah. And like you said, it was messing up your daily routine. It was messing up your sleep. And that's something that's really important to you. And that's something you value. And I think even going back to like your values and being like, I value my health and this job isn't helping with that so working this job is going against my values so why would I do that and that connects so much with self-care knowing your values that's definitely something I've worked a lot on because I never thought about that type of thing when I was younger but it really helps me in moments where I don't know what choice to make or I don't know if I should go forward with something I go back to okay these are my values does this align with my values It's so true. And you can weigh your options. And so like for me, like she said, I value my mental health. I value my sleep. I value my happiness more than I value having the extra income to maybe spend on like the fun things. Like maybe I'll have to not do those as much, but in my head, that's a hundred percent worth it. I would so much rather like mentally feel at peace than be doing this job I hate. And then like putting the bandaid on because I could afford to do the fun things. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't think knowing you, I don't think you value like material objects more than you value your health. Exactly. It's like maybe I can't online shop as much. Mm hmm. But that's okay. Like, yeah, and there are people out there who definitely value material objects more than their health. But that's so true. (laughs) That's just not us. And it's good to know what you do value and if what you're doing aligns with that. Um, And just finding a purpose and creating a meaning in the everyday. That's. almost like a spiritual practice you don't have to have a religion to be able to do spiritual Mm self-care it might be a book you really love like reading that every day like repeating a quote or a mantra or just like maybe knowing there is a higher power you don't have to align yourself with a specific 
um, like spiritual practice, you can create your own. Exactly. And just knowing that whether or not you're aware of what that purpose is, knowing that you have a purpose. Mm -hmm. Like for me, when I'm feeling just super confused and like lost and not sure where my life is going to go, just being able to step back and know that you have this like purpose and that there's a reason you're here and that you have so much to offer that alone is self care and just maybe being okay with not knowing what that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And knowing it can be more than one thing and it can constantly be changing. That's so true. I think, yeah, for a long time I identified and that, you know, purpose and self identity often intertwined I think I identified as this like super healthy happy like wellness guru and it's like that's a part of me and I'm really passionate about all of those things but that is ultimately not my purpose and my life goal is not to be that image yeah and like it can change on a daily basis like maybe um your purpose one day is purely taking care of some kids like babysitting and like your purpose that day is to be their caretaker and then another day your purpose is to be a health coach or um whatever it is because I know for a really long time I felt like I only had one purpose and that purpose was to be a dancer and that was like what my whole identity was and right now I'm working on realizing I have other purposes I'm not just a dancer there's other things I'm good at and there's other things I can bring to this world yeah you really shrink yourself and put yourself in a box by only identifying with one thing or one attribute and like none of us have only one purpose and like she said it shifts like every day maybe my purpose is something new and that I think is really a beautiful thing and if you can accept that and just like let go of the reins and stop trying to control it and just sort of like letting it happen you'll just be such peace with yourself Mm -hmm. and something that can keep you in line with your values because I know it's not something you think about all the time is like checking in with them and committing to daily habits that align with those values and uplift you so then you start having this um routine of doing these things that are helping you towards like a long-term goal or helping you to align yourself with the things you believe in instead of turning towards maybe toxic things that don't align with your values like I know we both have dealt with exercise addiction that's obviously not part of our values is and we would never recommend to anyone else to develop an exercise addiction we would never recommend anybody else to do multiple classes or to reach a certain amount of steps so if you're doing that to yourself you realize this is like outside of me this isn't me this isn't my values so I need to try to find a daily habit so I can commit to my values and stop using this other outside toxic form yeah so a lot of times it can be social media or other people or just like diet culture or just culture in general like pushing all these things onto you that you sort of take on as a value you're like oh Mm -hmm. of course I'm gonna do whatever two workouts today because Mm -hmm. that's healthy quote unquote which it's not by the way yeah but I think a lot of times we sort of lose sight of those values because we allow external forces to sort of take over um and so, like she said, we're, we've both tried to get back into journaling, mm-hmm. um, which has been really helpful in just like realigning with what's important to us. Yeah, that's definitely so important. And we'd love to hear about the different forms of self-care you guys do. So definitely message us on our Instagram, the 20-something podcast, comment on our posts, and we can all share different ways that we do self-care because sometimes it's really basic and sometimes it's more fun. Like 
for me, sometimes it's really hard to just get up and take a shower. And that's my form of self-care. And then other days it is like doing the fancy thing, like getting massage. Yeah. And like we said, it doesn't have to be expensive. Like to me, baking is like a huge form of self-care. It's also just like the stress release for me. So it's just really finding like what brings you joy. Ultimately, joy and self-care, I think, go sort of hand in hand and just giving yourself even 30 minutes. I know we're all busy, but just like setting aside time every day to do something. Maybe it's read, maybe it's bake, maybe it's go for a walk or call a friend. Like just doing something that you're doing for you, not for your boss, not for someone else. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Yeah, I think we spend like so much of our day giving to others, of course in work, but in sort of all areas of life. And we forget to sometimes just give to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely so important. And on that note, what is your intention for the upcoming week? Um, Okay. And gratitude. Woohoo. So. You can think. I'm keeping the same. I know we need to like insert some music. (laughs) My. My intention is kind of the same as last week. Last week, I was really trying to be mindful in my movement. And I think to sort of even just expand that, just being mindful, like, in everything that I do. And I think I'm a, I'm a creature of habit, and I love routine, and routine is super powerful. But I'm trying to break my routine more. So, like, not eating the same foods every day, not doing the same things every morning, and the same workouts. Like, I'm really trying to just sort of be more intuitive Mm. in all areas of my life um and so again for I think for this week it's going to be less like planning what I'm going to eat like the day before so it's convenient and quote-unquote healthy and easy and just like letting sort of my cravings and intuition take over and really honoring whatever comes up Mm, I like that one yeah so you know it might be salad someday might be pizza yeah someday and that's really what it comes down to yeah exactly yeah. what are you grateful for um you said that with like, <laughs> 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 I just want to know what are you grateful? <laughs> what? um I I'm grateful for New York City and living here and it has it it has its ups and downs <laughs> she's just lounging <laughs> yeah I'm getting a little tired so I'm laying back on the pillow um I'm grateful for this city, and I think it can be really overwhelming to live here financially, socially, like, everything about it can be overwhelming, but it's also, I think, like, the past year made me, like, into the person I always knew I could be. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sappy. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful to live here. Yeah, it's been, like, a year now. Yeah, just over a year. And it's just, like, honestly crazy. Like, the person I was a year ago versus the person I am now, like, there is such a difference. Yeah. It's crazy. We're always growing. We're always changing. Yes. Love it. Okay. So, my intention for the week is connecting with others. I think I'm meeting up with a friend that I haven't seen in a really long time. So, just really connecting with others, paying attention to... um, like other people what they're what they're saying like really listening you know because sometimes you might go out to dinner and you're so in your head and thinking about all your problems but really leaving those aside so that I can connect with um other people so that's definitely my goal more connection this week less isolation that's self-care yeah exactly yeah and then I'm grateful for having supportive friends and family my mom's coming this week she should be here in about 30 minutes 
So I'm definitely grateful for that. Yeah, it's definitely hard having your family live like seven hours away. We were talking about that today too, how like a phone call is just not the same. So it's gonna be no. really nice to have her here. Yeah, and I think we're going to go out to dinner. I think we're going out to lunch today. I'm so excited. I'm going to try Malibu Farm. It's in the financial so district. Good. I'm so excited for that. So good. So, yeah, really looking forward to this week ahead. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to um, subscribe to the podcast and follow us on our Instagram. It's the 20-something podcast. My personal Instagram is Jillian Jacobson. Yeah, and um, my... Well, I have two, but I might <laughs> get it together. Happy Healthy Sarah. Uh, I've never shared my personal one, so we're just going to keep that secret. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Please rate and review. Yes. Say, I think that helps us. It definitely oh, does. <laughs> we're, we're just learning this. I mean, it was a big step to even be up on Spotify and up on Apple Podcasts. And I know that our friends and family are still trying to figure out how to listen yeah, to us. Like, how do we listen? And I was like, so mom and dad don't listen to last week. Yeah. Like, you don't need to hear about dating life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my parents listened to, my, to it, but like, whatever. They were trying to figure out how to find it on like the podcast app. It's just a struggle. Yeah, that's like the best part is if you don't them to listen like i have to directly send them a link or they won't be able to find it yeah so i just like ignore their text and they were like can you send us it i was like oh i will later <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> i guess i guess that comes to the territory but yeah 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 but we will talk to you guys next week and we love you yeah i love you have a good week guys bye